It is Free Talk Live, 603-283-6160. That's the call-in line. You can call in, talk about whatever you want. I imagine what I know what most people want to talk about. I mean, now that I'm sitting here in the They're studio like, again. They're like, who's the new person? We've, we've been working diligently to train this new person who looks remarkably like a former co-host that went to jail. <laughs> It is me, Aria, back in the studio, and of course, as you hear, that's Captain Kickass, and we also have Beakless Mountaineer. And it's it's good to be back. You know, once once I got officially cleared to return to the show, it, it's just all I've been thinking about. I've been so anxious to get back here. I can't even imagine, you know, the the build up, right? The the waiting. You know, yeah. I saw I saw one of your posts on the on the. Well, you know, uh, and you on know, Facebook, like, which I am allowed to use. I just hate using that word. <laughs> Well, <laughs> I want to call it something different, and I can't use that on the air. So understood. <laughs> yeah, uh, but you know, before we get into your story or what you can and can't talk about, and sure. I'm sure people are going to be calling and asking about you, and you know, all of the stuff surrounding the Crypto Six and the raid and stuff. I just I have to know this because I know you a little bit. Uh, this from CNN: Little Nas X's unofficial Satan Nikes. Containing human blood, sell out in under a minute. Did you get a pair? I did not, unfortunately. They, they this have, is the first time. For, you got to remember my access to the news and what's happening in the world. Well, in I general. found this on Facebook. So if you're on Facebook, I just assumed you would see it based on who Wait, you so, are. So who who sold those? Rapper and singer Lil Nas X uh-huh. launched a controversial pair of Satan shoes featuring a bronze pentagram, an inverted cross, and a drop. Of real human blood. And they sold out almost immediately, in under a minute. Now, last I knew, selling parts of human bodies was not acceptable. Like, you couldn't sell your kidneys Mm. on eBay or anything like that, because, you know, organ trafficking, bad, I guess. Well, this is certainly not organ trafficking. Uh, Well, I mean, mean, it's a drop of human blood. Well, you know, what if I don't want your whole skin? Just, you know, a square foot or so. Like, I'm pretty sure you wouldn't be able to, you know, sell... You know, shoes that are made out of human skin, last I checked. Well, not unless you're a Nazi. Well, they were doing lampshades mostly. Yeah, yeah. Nazis and uh, <laughs> and old priests. Like, really, really long time ago, the, they, they did have uh, certain uh, religious orders in, in both uh, Hinduism, uh, Buddhism, and Christianity that uh, would make weird things out of human remains. Like, and this is my chair made of human skulls. Which, right. if someone shows me their chair made of human skulls, I'm like, okay, what did I do? I'd have to see have the, the shoes. the reptilians abducted me? What just yeah, happened? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess there's a... But I'm not know. particularly... Oh, yeah. Those, they're, like, they're a bit garish, in, in my opinion. Yeah, I just, you know, I think it would be much cooler if somebody like, those oh, I don't know, Slayer terrible. or, you know, some heavy metal band did this rather than a rapper. I'm not... I mean, is, it seriously has, looks like someone took something you should never wear as a necklace and just made it part of a pair of shoes. Has rap music now co-opted the, you know, the pentagram symbolism normally dominated by the heavy metal universe? Well, it's interesting that you you ask that because Satanism is becoming more and more mainstream, and it has absolutely penetrated the rap industry. I mean, what what did people expect? You you raise children believing that they were going to face eternal hellfire and be tortured for eternity if they didn't you know, love Jesus or whatever, who was living up in the clouds watching them, of course, when they became adults and they realized, oh man, that's a bunch of crap. That's horrific. They were going to adopt that imagery. Same reason I'm a Satanist. Is the same reason Lil Nas or Lil Nas, I, I don't know because yeah, I don't pay attention to rap, made these shoes. 
So it, it's an idea that's selling. I just thought maybe you were, you know, you'd gotten out, you're on Facebook and you're like, oh, I got to get a pair. Well, see, <laughs> the way I use Facebook is more like a broadcasting platform for me. Yeah. I, I don't spend a lot of time browsing it or reading comments that people have left or anything like that. I just say what I want to say and then I move on to do something else. So it's very one way. I use it more like people use Twitter, really. Of course, I'm not allowed on Twitter at the moment. It was really weird. I asked for, you know, access to social media. Yeah, right. I, yeah. I do want to ask about this because, like, I had heard, like, you could use a DVD player, but not one of those DVD players that hooks up to the Internet. That well, would be too much. So that, Initially, like, I was allowed no Internet access whatsoever. That, that Those were the bell conditions. Gotcha. And um, so basically, I went home that night once I got out and I just unplugged my modem. That way, nothing connected automatically. I didn't have to worry about it. There was no internet signal whatsoever. Right. But, you know, in time, those restrictions, I've been talking, working with my supervisor officers, some of them just have to go because you have to have the internet to live a normal life. Right. You have to be able to check your bank accounts, your pay your bills, all of that kind of stuff. Oh, my gosh. Do you have to, like, keep a regular analog checkbook now? Uh, if I had a checking account, <laughs> presumably, but I don't have one anymore. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, it's been wow. fun. They, I mean, they took all of my debit cards, dude. Like, call up it your was... probation officer. Excuse me, I would like to find out how to get to this place, and I do not know how to do that without my Maps app. Can, well, can, I, can I use my Maps app? I am allowed to use Google services. Uh, presumably, oh, this, this includes Waze. I'm allowed to access my email now. I'm allowed to use YouTube, but only for the purpose of watching gaming videos. Uh-huh. So it's not just the platform itself that's restricted, but the type of content that I can and can't watch. And I realize a lot of this may sound like complaining. I'm really not complaining. Some freedom is better than no freedom. Yeah, these are just the conditions with which you're strapped. Sure. Yeah. So I have people always I'm like, oh, you're getting so much support on this website. You need to click this and check it out. I'm like, to listen I can't. To the show? We do broadcast I can, on Facebook I can now. now. I wasn't allowed to previously, but I'm allowed to, you know, resume the duties of hosting Free Talk Live and being the programming director here now that Ian is not able to do it. And those things, you know, my terms require me to stay employed. Right. Mm -hmm. Free Talk Live employs me. Right. So I have to be able to access the computer systems and stuff like that to do the show. So, yes, I can listen to the show. I mean, I know we're broadcasting on Facebook again since we've got the... um We'll call it the meta broadcaster. We're able to broadcast to Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, DLive, several other places. I can't remember off the top of my head. They're all working. When Uh, I do watch the show or listen to it, it is through Facebook simply because that's the most expedient. And there are no restrictions on what I can and can't view on Facebook as there are on YouTube. So it's just 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 safer for me to go to Facebook to do it. So Facebook and Google, they're fine with you doing pretty much anything you want to (laughs) on those, uh, on their platforms, on their services. Whatever Facebook and and Google tell you is okay to do, that you can do. And I I would imagine that this is arguably because of their ties to the federal government. Which makes me surprised that they haven't let you on Twitter. Well, I was allowed to pick which social media platform I wanted to use. You know, I initially asked, you know, I want to be able to use Twitter, Telegram, Facebook, all of these social media platforms. And she she responded with, pick one. Ah, okay. So I picked the one where I have the most reach and that would allow me to use Facebook Messenger, which regrettably is the way that I keep in touch with a lot of people. So Facebook was the obvious choice. Plus, I have much more reach on Facebook than I do on Twitter. Right. It's a a lot of libertarian type folk, whether they're anarchists or 
libertarians or voluntarists complain about Facebook. Why are you still on Facebook? It's still the largest reach. It still Absolutely. is. And it sucks that it's still the largest reach. I'm now on, uh, I'm, I'm tooting. I'm on that stuff. I, I disconnected my Twitter account, I think, a year or so ago. So I'm no longer on Twitter. I'm not on, I'm on Telegram, but I'm not on really anything else. I have yeah, the, social this media. This is one of the overload. things that Ian and I, Ian and I, always disagreed on. He was like, you should, "Why are you on Facebook talking to these people? You know, you should join the the Liberdon server." Right. But that's just creating so an echo chamber. Those strike me as, as two different ideas. So, like, should you join the Liberdon server? Sure, probably. Like, you know, the the ones that want to encourage like these other platforms. Yeah, I'm I'm totally in favor of that. But like, telling you to get off of Facebook makes no sense to me. Well, I view it more as a outreach tool. You know. Mm-hmm. If you want to sit inside your your church, your Liberdon server, and talk with only people who are already like-minded, that's fine. But I'm the type who's going to go out into the cities, to the masses, to spread the message. Right. I'm not just going to sit there talking to the circle jerk of people. Right. And to me, that's why we should be on Facebook, because the people already on Liberdon, they, they don't need to be sold on the ideas of liberty. Yeah, they already yeah, know. Preaching yeah. to the choir. Yeah, the ones on Facebook, those are the people we need to be reaching and convincing them to join the Liberdon server. Agreed. 603-803-2428. Free Talk Live has its own Matrix server. Uh, that's matrix.freetalklive.com. All these URLs, they're not fresh in my mind anymore. Earls. <laughs> we back momentarily. This is Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live, talk radio that you control. You can call in and talk about anything you want. 603-283-6160. That's the call in live for you to do that. With you in the studio tonight, it's me, your jailbird, Aria. Beakless Mountaineer. And the captain. And obviously, I'm not in jail. What Uh, what kind of bird don't fly? You know, it's funny. (laughs) I was arrested for uh, contempt of court back when I was like 19 or 20. Shocking, right? Aria, arrested for contempt of court. What else would they arrest Yeah, go figure. Yeah. And one of the neighbors was outside as I got home, and he said, hey, Aria, what kind of... Well, he didn't call me Aria then, but essentially, what kind of bird doesn't fly? And I swear to God, the thing that came out of my mouth was... A penguin? Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and 100% correct as well. Yes, indeed. I did notice that you are not wearing stripes or orange. That's true. Oh, God, the orange. It clashes so badly with my hair, dude. <laughs> I, I really hate the jumpsuits. I really do. Every now and again, you'll see. Not so much here. The jumpsuits are bad, but, but the underwear they give you oh, is I don't even so know. much worse, dude. Ooh. Tidy whities or? No. No. Ugh. Boxer briefs? I'll bite. What I'm, is it? I'm not going to describe going them in to detail. I mean, it's just jail underwear. It's what what they gave me is probably not what they gave Ian, right? Oh. What they gave Colleen is probably not what they gave okay. Ian. Okay, okay, I got you. But they were essentially just these giant uh, granny panties, for lack of a better way to describe them, and just horrifically uncomfortable. And you know, obviously not. They they probably cost twelve cents for the yeah. state of New Hampshire. It's been a long time since I wore granny panties, so I don't really recall what that's like. I can't imagine the horrific nature of it. You hear that, ladies? If you run afoul of the federal government, expect granny panties. Yeah, that is the case. We are certainly glad to have you back in the studio, Aria. Not only hosting, but also 
you know, for the help in rebuilding stuff. I, I felt like the guy sort of paddling and bailing the water out of the boat, trying to keep it from sinking, and then you were able to restore the buoyancy. So you, know, like, now you did an excellent job. Thank well, you for getting the show up and running while I couldn't be I, here. Yeah, you've done an amazing job. I couldn't. It. I couldn't let these bastards take us down. We did miss one broadcast, and I'm very upset about that because well, my we goal missed was the to... we missed the broadcast on the day of the raid. Yeah. To me, that's that's excusable, right? It wasn't my goal, <laughs> right? I had a goal. I'm like, I'm going to get this freaking show back on the air. We're going to do a show, t-. and we did a show. It just didn't really go anywhere. It turns out. So. Hey, I think that counts. Well, I mean, it, it went out on the internet. You know, it was. It, it is up in the pot. In fact, all of the back episodes are now current on all of the websites, to my knowledge SoundCloud, freetalklive.com, all the podcasts. The, well, the AMP podcast thing is working again. So all those folks should be happy. And it may have been a rigged setup, but you did manage to go out live. So it was, in fact, Free Talk Live. Less free than usual, but still. Less live. <laughs> It wasn't as bad as it could have been here. I mean, it's pretty clear as an IT person and as the person who put the Comrex and stuff back together that the FBI was not targeting the studio. Right. They did unplug some stuff, but they didn't really take anything other than the PC here, which they had no way of knowing it was related only to the show. Right. So I'm, I'm going to give that one. The, the servers back here on the Mac rack mounts, they left those alone. Okay, so... As a, as an IT person, so can you imagine why they would need to unplug any of the cords? It's standard policy for them to disconnect internet access in these sorts of situations. Okay. Because otherwise people start live streaming the event to Facebook or whatever, and they get comments of people saying, hey, yeah, don't give in, and it, it cr- worsens the situation. Now, I'm of the opinion that they attempted to take the show down for a period of time. They They aren't... I don't think anybody's still seen well, this is the why I, actual warrant. This is why but, I prefaced it with, you know, as an IT person. I mean, they, they were not trying to take the show down. If they wanted to, they could have. Well, I mean, you've got to remember the destructive ways in which they came into the studio. I mean, they took out this entire wall right here. Yeah. But none of this equipment got damaged. True. Uh, but I would argue that they were actually careful not to take oh, the show down. I don't know. They, like, m- many things were unplugged. Not only from the board, but from the, I'm going to call it the but snake pit orgy of madness. That's well, if they didn't Correct. want the nothing show to broken. go down, they shouldn't have abducted our top three IT people. Yeah, like, that's true. Seriously, we, 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 need, we need technical uh, expertise in order to run this thing. And they took all three of, our, uh, of the people who actually know how to f- fit things together. These bastards now, just didn't it, count on the captain being here is what, that's a is fact. what happened. That's a fact. It did. It turned out that uh, Captain Kickass knows a lot more about how to do this than even I thought, and I'm sure more than they thought. I know enough to be dangerous. <laughs> well, we've got Dave Ridley calling, so let's go to that. Dave, you're on Free Talk Live. I hit the wrong button. Like I said, I'm rusty at this. Dave, are you with us? You got unmuted the phone? No, I don't. You you assume I'm going to be good at this. <laughs> Dave, can you hear me? I can. Can okay. you hear me? Yeah. Sorry about that. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit rusty. I think that's understandable. I got you, man. Yeah, thanks. What's on your mind, <laughs> okay. Dave? So I've been kind of had my ear to the ground almost accidentally in terms of uh, public opinion related to this FBI raid. That's something not very many people have talked about. So you mean like and, you mean uh, like normies, Dave, not like the liberty community? Yeah. Okay. What is public opinion in New, in New Hampshire especially? And uh, something I noticed is that the sort of the vitriol is normally directed against freaking and Ian and 
and liberty activists in the Keene area, especially, that kind of just went away uh, for the most part. And this is not completely gone, but I'm used to, you know, I'm used to getting hung up on when I call talk radio and, and shouted down when I post on web forums and stuff like that. And that did not happen when I posted about this. Hmm. So what is happening? Or, because well, I have no access to any of this stuff, and I, I would love to know what public opinion is. Right. Yeah. Well, it counts. Uh, and it, it's, it's, a, it's a hostile reaction to the federal government, mostly is what I seem to be getting when I, uh, when I uh, post about this or when I talk about it on the air. Uh, to some extent, either that or it's, you know, open-minded toward what you guys are going through. It's just not the—it's like the vitriol just kind of went away suddenly. I would expect— uh, peop- the public opinion to be very much against the federal government on this matter because you got to look at the indictment and according to the indictment essentially we're being charged with operating an unlicensed business and right. for that there were six F- or five FBI raids at six o'clock in the morning they could have knocked on our doors showed us the warrants and accomplished exactly the same thing right and it's the whitest of all white-collar crimes that we're being charged with. Right. The overkill here is, I think, something that needs to be talked about and, and addressed. I agree. And, and we have, to a, a lot of extent, talked about there were six or seven different agencies. Keene PD, Cheshire County Sheriff, uh, somebody from the post office, the ATF, the IRS, the Treasury Department, and the FBI were all here. For you know, they had two freaking Bearcats. They were here. They were at my house. They were at the Bitcoin Embassy. They were at Chris and Colleen's. Yep. They were at Renee and Andy's. It was, it was quite widespread. One of our other hosts has counted something like nineteen locations that they touched. Not necessarily raided, but you know where they like took a Bitcoin ATM or otherwise you know came to and served a warrant or whatever. Dave, thank you so much for the call. Uh, keep us updated on what's going on out there in the world and how the public feels about all of this. And I mean, just just keep talking about it because it's it's going to be something we're talking about for a very long time. I mean, the trial itself, we're looking at at least a year before it goes to trial. 603-283-6160. This is Free Talk Live. Looking for a great real estate investment? Consider New Hampshire, which is ground zero for the Liberty Movement. Your first call should be to Mark Warden from Porcupine Real Estate. He's more than just a real estate agent. He's your New Hampshire concierge. Where are the best places to live? Do you want farm, city, the burbs, or forest? Do you want a duplex or multifamily building so that renters pay your mortgage? There are homes in all price ranges in New Hampshire, and Mark can help with financing, too. Invest in Liberty and property. Mark Warden can help. PorcupineRealEstate.com Live brought to you as always by something I actually, I can't talk about that can I no I guess I can't I can talk about it you can so would you like me to second. talk about it for you in your stead yes please I'm happy to do so uh, Bitcoin.com Bitcoin.com is the best source for learning about cryptocurrency you can go there now and click on get started right at the top of the page. Once you do that, you will find a cornucopia of information neatly organized by your needs. 
There is no longer an excuse for ignorance of this important world-changing information. If you are a knowledgeable crypto user already, please check out news.bitcoin.com where you can get the latest headlines of all of the news relevant to you. Bitcoin.com is your source for buying cryptocurrency, getting a wallet, mining, trading, and all of the latest cryptocurrency news all on a slick and easy-to-use website. Please visit Bitcoin.com. Man, it, bro it broke my heart not to be able to do that. I'm going to have to talk to my supervisory officer about that because I, I don't know if I'm even allowed to... Read ad copy? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, so since we're in question of what you can and cannot say, I want to remind all of the listeners that there is a legal defense fund set up for the six people who were kidnapped by these terrorists calling themselves government agents. Uh, visit thecrypto6.com, thecrypto6.com. doesn't matter if it's the word six or the number six. We got both URLs. So uh, go there. If you could find it in your heart to donate, we're going to need these guys to get some real top dog professional lawyers to fight this all the way. Uh, if you think that, oh, they've got enough. No, we don't because lawyers are freaking expensive. If you can't donate in crypto, you can send USD via PayPal to Mark at freetalklive.com. That's M-A-R-K at freetalklive.com via PayPal if you want to donate regular dollars. I have an alternative uh, title, too, other than the Crypto 6. I mean, and it doesn't have to be worked into any artwork or anything like that, but we, we could buy the domain and forward it to the Crypto6.com. The Bitcoin Mafia. <laughs> and I say that because according to the indictment, one of the charges against Ian is, you know, how did they put it? Conspiracy. An, uh, an ongoing criminal right, financial yeah. enterprise or something like that. Yeah, I mean, like operating they're, they're painting an it out like a mafia and like criminal financial. Yeah, and they did use enterprise. Yeah, they're painting it out like he's like this is some sort of mafia and he's the Don or whatever. So yeah, own it. He's a sophisticated <laughs> criminal. Like, really? Have you met him? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but uh, your sarcasm may be used against you in a court of law. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I'll use my I'm a sarcasm. troll at heart, though, man. If I got to go down trolling, then that's just the way it's going to be. Yeah, I was going to say, I'll use my sarcasm in a court of law. <laughs> Those contempt of court charges didn't come from nothing. Uh, Let's better. go to the phones. We've got TJ the Spy calling. TJ, you're on Free Talk Live. And I hit the wrong button again. Man, man. here. Hey, there he is. What's there on your mind tonight? Am I on? Yeah. All right. I just wanted to announce some news. I have some uh, bad news. Ian will be spending... Uh, the time for in pretrial in the pokey. Yeah, I received the news about that from my attorney earlier. That's um, where did you find that news, TJ? Uh, it's a detention here, detention order. There's a 17-page detention order on Pacer. So if you go to uh, the internet and you just type in recap and Ian Freeman, it's uh, the last docket entry it came out today. But they're holding them for flight risk and danger to the community. Yeah, I checked that earlier, and I didn't see the entry stating that. We had heard from another avenue that that was the case. I was waiting for it to actually show up on the Internet. Apparently, it has, so thank you. And it did kind of seem that if they were going to let him out, they would have already done so. It, it breaks, yeah, it breaks right. my freaking heart, man, because Ian has been my best friend since I got to New Hampshire. These people right. are holding my best friend unnecessarily he's not a flight risk <laughs> flight uh, risk are you kidding me in the detention hearing uh, whatever whatever it's called the the 17 page thing they put out today they they called him a flight risk who has no significant ties to new hampshire are you kidding oh my his God, heart really? and soul wow. are in new hampshire he's been here for over two decades he does nothing but ask people to move here with him 
So I, <laughs> I'm going to formally accuse you of being the heart and soul of a giant criminal enterprise stationed in New Hampshire, and at the same time, you have no ties to New Hampshire. Madness. It's heartbreaking. I, yeah. And, you know, it's not something that I really want to talk about uh, because, I, like I said, he is my best friend, and he's now in jail until the trial. That's a pretty fresh wound. Yeah, I, I'm not prepared to talk about that tonight. Okay. Well, in other news, uh, let's see, is there any other news? The feds haven't raided anymore. So. <laughs> well, they haven't, as far as we're aware. I mean, they, like us anymore or anybody that we're associated yeah, with. But you know, I'm we, sure the raids are going on. You know how there are uh, businesses that will put up like uh, a sign like X amount of time. <laughs> oh, my since, God. We need uh, one of those. We I'm going to make one right now. It yeah. has been 13 days since the last federal raid on right? Free Talk Live. <laughs> That's what we need. We need a sign where it's got, you know, X days. And then, you know, every time we get one of these, oh, all right. <laughs> Zero days since the last you know, mafia raid. TJ, thank you so much for the call. It It is heartbreaking, and I, I, I can't imagine. I mean, poor Bonnie. The girl just moved here to, to be with Ian. Yeah. And within a month or two of doing that, Ian's gone. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't express enough sympathy. Yeah. And I mean, it just, it's such incredible hypocrisy. So, okay, they are claiming that you are in this criminal financial enterprise that is uh, operating to the detriment of people. It's like, oh, my God, you're the IRS. You're the Treasury Department. You've been you've been destroying our currency for the last over 100 years. And we're the ones that you think are a threat to the currency and, and the people. That's that's the problem. Man. Like, getting accused by the federal mafia of being a mafia. Just wow. Well, they haven't used the word mafia. I mean, they, they use different terms, but essentially, yeah, it's being put forward by them as some sort of Bitcoin mafia. Right. Which is ridiculous. Of course it's ridiculous. The I whole mean, thing's ridiculous. If anybody's a mafia, it's the, the goons, the terrorists that invaded this very property that did much damage to the structure. They stole equipment. They stole computers, phones, laptops, assorted other things that we're not aware of. They took uh, anything that resembled anything of value. Uh, this included, you know, cash, uh, some gold backs, that type of a thing. Uh, you know, anything that they left a few pen drives, but I don't think that they were anything that they considered uh, you know, I think they're hard. If you're referring to these, I think they're uh, hardware keys. I think they are too. So, um, but you know, and they took stuff from people that you know had nothing to do with the indictment at all. And I'm under the understanding that nobody, and I don't mean the former co-host. I mean none of the people involved have still seen the warrant. I have seen the warrant. Have you? I have not seen the affidavits or the attachments showing what they were looking for and what they weren't looking for and the justifications for the search. Yeah, because Well, I thought uh, what you were looking for had to be in the warrant. Yeah, it's that's an, what I thought. It's an attachment that my attorney tells me I will not see until we oh, get the discovery. So was, you said so, it was, uh, uh, so the warrant <laughs> said, and see attached blah, and you're not allowed to see attached blah. Yes, exactly that. <laughs> wow. I mean, they, they offered to show me the warrant the day of the raid, but I was like, I mean, 
you you guys just kicked in my door and you're arresting me. I see no point in demanding to see a warrant at this point. Whether you have a warrant Show or not. Show me your warrant. And then they hand you a blank sheet of paper. Hey, this is blank. Yeah, you're not allowed to see the warrant. You're suspected of crimes. Why would we let you see the warrant? It, it was all very, very peculiar that, you know, th- this would happen over these charges that are just white collar crimes. I mean, it's absolutely insane. No one's being charged with being some sort of drug dealing kingpin or anything like that. Yeah. I I can't help but think of the Chappelle show skit where he's where he like reverses the white collar blue collar crime. Uh, so like the crack dealer gets called up in advance and like, yeah, we'd like you to show up at the police station and turn yourself in. And then the guy selling stocks, it's like, raid! I can't help but think of that with this. It's like, you, you didn't have a license to sell that. What's on your mind tonight? 603-283-6160. This is Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live, talk radio that you control. As always, call in and talk about whatever you want. 603-283-6160 is the number for you to do that. Again, 603-283-6160. And sorry to be distracted. I'm over here. I'm still working on the phone systems because that's still not quite 100% yet. I mean, it, it works, right? Yeah. But I don't want things to just work. I want them to be as close as they can be prior to the raid. And for the most part, it is. I mean, we're broadcasting again. All of the equipment's working. Yeah, we're probably 98%. There's a few little things like I know some of our listeners are very keen on different social medias. They've let us know that Twitter has not been updated since the 15th. That is true. We're still working on restoring that. It's going to be a while before we can get there. So, you know, please check us out at our different social medias other than Twitter in the meantime until we get that restored you know there'll be a little a few bumps along the way a few speed bumps as we you know go over the next week or two uh please bear with us and thank you for your support and thank you for listening and now i'm getting an error can't log into it okay that's weird so i'm gonna return to that during the break i guess so anyway yeah it's been a hectic week and a half i mean on top of that my cat is sick uh she lost another tooth her Uh face is horrifically swollen like she's been losing her teeth for the last year or so the vet doesn't know why she said it's nothing to be concerned about though well okay but now her face is like swollen like a golf ball size swole and i'm a little bit concerned right so last night she vomited and it got right where the swollen spot is and because this crappy phone my phone obviously is in possession of the fbi so i replaced it with the most expedient thing i could find which is just this cheap piece of crap it takes terrible pictures, but the pictures I took made it look like blood. Oh, geez. So, you know, it freaked me out when I saw it. And I posted it on Facebook, you know, letting people know, hey, this is also going on. So if I don't get back to you immediately, because a lot of people are contacting me, mm. please understand that I have this, that, and all of this other stuff going on. But yeah, so that caused people to freak out. That was wonderful. She's okay. She's got a vet appointment on the 6th anyway, so it'll get taken care of. So with you tonight, it's Aria, Peakless Engineer. I keep wanting to call you Peakless Engineer for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) What's an engineer? An engineer? That's right, yeah. Uh, Well, you gen-nens, of course. Is that like a napple? A napple? When you want a piece of fruit, you have a napple? Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> Linguistic and if you gymnastics. have more than one, then it's called a Snapple. Here on, here on Free Talk Live. That's right. I'm a verbose dude. So what's been happening in the world for the last two weeks that, you know, I haven't been with the world? Oh, like uh, let's so see. much. Uh, we um, bombed Syria. Uh, well, um, we didn't. Well. The American government. It was done in our Syria. name. I'm, I'm blaming Biden. Biden yeah. bombs oh, for sure. Are you sure you should? No. I'm not. I don't think Biden is making any decisions. I mean, I don't. I mean, honestly. He seems to be mentally incompetent no matter what he does. He fell up a flight of stairs. That, no. Now, was this within the last two weeks? If you haven't seen that, that weeks? is worth watching. Was this within the last two weeks? Yeah. Biden falling up a flight of stairs? Yes. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm, I'm referring to the bombing of Syria. Oh, oh uh, I, I'm pretty sure I was been before. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that was before. Yeah, oh, okay. it's true. I can tell you something new, and that is, according to CNBC, Pfizer begins COVID vaccine trial on infants and young kids. So really? yeah, they're uh, they're yeah. testing this so-called vaccine on uh, six-month-old I don't kids now. Even know how they can call it a vaccine? It doesn't resemble a vaccine in almost any way, near as I can tell. It is an mRNA. The f- people who developed it call it a platform that they are able to program it in the same way you would program like a nanobot or you know a piece of software on a computer, that type of a thing. Mm-hmm. Vaccines don't do that. You don't program a vaccine. You don't go into a vaccine and go. Bloop, 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 well, bloop. I know how they're getting away with calling it a vaccine. It's very simple. I mean, on a on a visual and visceral level, they stab you with this thing for the purpose of making you not get sick by this thing. So, in as far as it is experienced, I can see why they're getting away with calling it a vaccine, in spite of the fact that it has no resemblance to any vaccine that has ever existed. Do you want the bullet points or do you want the story? Uh, The story's good. Pfizer said it has started a clinical trial testing its COVID-19 vaccine on healthy six-month to 11-year-old children. Seems horrific to me. A crucial step in obtaining federal regulatory clearance to start vaccinating young kids and controlling the pandemic, which they've thus far not been able to do regardless of all of the things that they've put into play and making it the number one thing in all of the world superseding everything else well is the pandemic not under control i mean i was thinking about this at work the other day i mean considering how much contact we all have with other people i mean especially Mm -hmm. there at my job the fact that two entire co-workers for the last year have contracted covid is remarkable. There's, it's not a pandemic. It, it, well, there's no way it could be. Well, now that the CDC is announcing that we have plummeting numbers of both deaths and cases, that's why it's necessary to come out with the uh, COVID vaccine passport. Uh, well, and, we and just wait, because tomorrow they'll report, oh, it's increasing. Oh, no, it's decreasing. No, it's increasing. And they're going to just continue playing this freaking game. And everybody's just being a mindless automaton. I will obey. I will obey. Because they're dumb. Everybody is dumb. They listen to their televisions. They're repeaters. They hear things on the TV. And then when you talk to them in public, all you hear is the sound bites that they heard on TV that they repeat to you when you try to have a discussion with them. But, Captain, if you think for yourself, you might be wrong. 
If you think for yourself, you might not know a thing, and those are just the two possibilities that no one can deal with. I mean, to admit that you have no knowledge of something and to admit that you think something that could later be considered wrong ah, just destroys people. And it's frustrating because those are the two most powerful statements anyone can make. One, I don't know, Mm -hmm. and two, I was wrong. Right. Right? Human beings need to learn how to say those two things because I've been wrong in my life a whole lot more than I've been right. Me too. And that's how we move forward in life. Like you realize, huh, there is a thing that I don't know. So I can A, listen to somebody or B, do some research or C, at least go about my life without thinking I know how something works. For whatever reason, I feel like people have been trained to be embarrassed when they don't know a thing. Absolutely. And and I'm guilty of this, uh, but I'm trying real hard to correct that as a human being. When I don't know something these days, you know, it, I sometimes I'll feel the struggle to like act like you know something, but then I'll be like, no, I'm going to be like, you know what? I don't know what that is. Well, and I definitely remember uh, being trained with that in public school, where like if someone uh, was asked something by the teacher and they didn't know a thing, it was humiliating for right, them. Right, yeah. You know, you'd get punished for it or whatever, you know, go stand in the corner or go, you know, time out for you or whatever it is. You know, both of these things trace right back to humility and Mm -hmm. the absence of humanity that we see in widespread society. People are increasingly arrogant. They refuse to admit they're wrong and they refuse to admit they don't know something. I mean, humanity, I mean, Western culture, the United States, the people living in this geographic area need humility now more than ever. But it's totally lacking. Yeah. The lost virtue. The first time I noticed what I call the repeaters, right? These are people who repeat what they've heard on television to you, was uh, in sports ball. Uh, I still watch some sports ball, particularly the NFL. And so I would go to bars to watch a game on Sunday and that kind of a thing. And almost everybody, not everybody, but almost everybody would just be repeating all of the sound bites they heard throughout the week from all of the regular sports shows on right. the Fox, on the ESPN, on you know all, all the sports programs that are out there, even like the YouTube channels and stuff. They word for word almost. Oh yeah, well, but this guy, you know, he's got this kind of a career, and oh, this guy's got these kind of stats, and like it would change from week to week. But it would if you if you listened to these sports shows, just and then, and then you went to a, a bar where people were watching the sports programs, they were all just parroting what they had heard the previous week it was scary the first time i noticed it because i was like oh my god i am <laughs> surrounded by freaking drones man these people are just they they get something stuck in their head they go, this is what i should repeat and it's it's scary man it's scary and now i mean we said the same thing with COVID now yeah, absolutely for, we do yeah the first and time, government the first time i remember noticing that it was actually with uh with uh bill clinton and uh, everyone like would word for word re- repeat that well it's not what he did it's that he lied about what he did and like they, I, I forget the exact phrase because it was a while back. But that was the first time well, I noticed that. Well, he technically told the truth. The part of her that he touched was her lips. <laughs> I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Well, and and that was the thing. It's like, wait, you are being told by the television what your emotional state is, and or why you be. have that mis- why you have that emotional state. Astonishing. And it's only getting worse. I mean, yeah. people, it's time to learn humility. It's time to admit we don't know something. It's time to admit we were wrong. But to do that, we have to be able to think. Don't just repeat back what you hear from anywhere, even us. 603-283-6160. This is Free Talk Live. 
Look, I'm sorry, but you're in for a world of pain if you use Coinomi. The reason is their wallet doesn't support payments. The solution is simple. Let them hear your voice. Message Coinomi on Twitter. It takes five seconds and tell them any pay sent you because they're on the fence right now. And your voice will prove that people care about using Bitcoin for payments. Go tweet at Coinomi now or even better, leave a review in the app store. They really pay attention there. Thanks. Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live, talk radio that you control. 603-283-6160 is the call-in line. You can call in, talk about anything you want. 603-283-6160. With you tonight, it's uh, one of the Crypto Six, Arya Nemetso. And Peakless Mountaineer. And the Reverend Captain Kickass is also here tonight. And I see another weird little issue. I don't has a dump button display always looked like that? I actually haven't been using the PC display. I've just been relying on the rack mount. And it was still there seemed to be a little bit of a delay still. Uh except the opposite way. So before it was late and now it's earlier. Before it was early, now it's late. I don't remember which one it is. I'll have to ask you about that after the show. Yeah, it's fine. The display here is weird, and I like things to work the way they're supposed to work, and the phone system right now is driving me crazy because everything about it should be working properly, yeah. but it isn't. And as an IT person, that's going to sit in the back of my it's, mind perpetually it, it's working, until it's fixed. But just not exactly <laughs> properly. But it should be working there's properly. Like a, there's like a gremlin in there. Everything is set up correctly, but here we are. I kind of had to rig this up to make it work instead of uh, the ideal version of itself. No, it's back to ideal now. Yeah, no, right. she, yeah. 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 she yeah, was I able to come of... in and, and plug all the things in the proper way and do all the routing and the cabling and the networking and the subnets and oh, blah, the person blah, blah, who blah, actually blah, knows blah, blah. what this is supposed to be. Yeah, I what well, I did... I am the assistant programming director of mm. Free Talk Live and LRN. I mean, Ian showed me how to do all of this stuff. The problem is. I wasn't able to get out here. All I did was uh, plug everything in where I thought it might should go and then bypass most of everything <laughs> so that we could get an, a show delivered over the Internet to the network. And so, you know, we didn't have phones. We were doing just hosts talking. We weren't able to take people's calls, that kind of a thing. So, um, yeah, I'm glad things are back and I'm sure the callers are glad as well. Oh, sure. Shirking your duty just because you got kidnapped by child pornographers. <laughs> Let's go to those phones. We got Courtney calling. Courtney, you're on Free Talk Live. And I keep hitting this, the wrong button. Courtney, now you're on Free Talk Live. <laughs> well, well, I mean, the, um, the one so that I, I hit is like flashing, like trying to get my attention. I'm like, okay, press the flashy button, no, even you, though I know better. Right, yeah. What's on your mind, Courtney? All right, so... um. Bonnie, the last time that I was talking, was talking about my case. Mm -hmm. uh, today was the last day of my trial, and uh, they stated that I'm going to get my kids back within 90 days. Congratulations. Now, That's awesome. I haven't heard anything about this. Uh, why were your kids taken from you? Uh, my kids were taken from me. I have a son that's disabled. He's uh, autistic. Okay. So <clears throat> being that you're an autistic child, he does things that aren't regular with a, you know, a regular child that you have. And uh, CPS 
when they were inside of my home, uh, because they don't have a background with working with special needs kids, um, certain things happened where uh, different reports were made stating that I wasn't being a very good mother to them, that I was abusing them. And uh, one night, I waited for the kids to go to sleep. I decided to drink. When I drank, my son got up. He was on his way to his babysitter's house. So he was riding his bike over there, got picked up at the, by the cops, Why? brought over back to the house. Yes. Why? Because he was walking I, in the street alone, assumably. Well, he was on his bike, oh, on his riding bike. his bike to the babysitter's house. But oh, yes, that's that's so illegal. they're alone. Was, uh, how, uh, he what, was seven what, at what the time, time. What time of day was this? Like, was this after 10 p.m.? Uh, it so was it at like 9, a... 9.30, about 10 o'clock at night when it actually happened. So it wouldn't have even been past... And a, he was supposed right? to be in bed. I mean, that kind of changes from place to place, but, like, is that even after curfew where what, you are? What what curfew? Oh, I've... Uh, I've I don't know how common this is, but uh, uh, back in uh, Colorado, there was a uh, uh, standard curfew of 10 o'clock for anyone under 18. You're just not allowed to be out past that point. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, this, was, this, uh, this was actually this how I ended up uh, uh, finding out about libertarianism in the first place, was that uh, uh, there were these uh, stickers that you could get uh, that were protesting the curfew, and then you could use that as the legal defense of, well, I'm expressing myself politically, and that's a freedom of speech right. violation if you lock me up for it. So, yeah, so do they have All like right, a, well, a curfew? Well, this happened back in June of. The situation with my son happened in June of 2019 with both my kids. They were removed. They were about to close my case, like literally close my case. I decided to drink when they went to sleep. They took my kids and they went straight for termination. So I haven't seen nor talked with my kids in about two years. Holy God. And one of them is autistic. My nephew is autistic. I mean, he needs right. to be around his mother. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and see, that's because the people up here in my town are, it's a small town, but because they don't have like training working with a special needs kid, when they look in, they think that this house is chaotic. This child is, you know, flipping out. They're doing this, that, and the other thing. And it, it turned into a situation that shouldn't have been in. So when they took my kids, they took my daughter, placed my son home, then they took my son, then they placed my son back home within four months. It was chaotic. I but think the most horrifying the thing you've July said so far is that the CPS in your town has no experience dealing with autistic or special needs children. Exactly. That's exactly. absolutely grotesque. It is. That, that's the bulk of their job, is it not? Yeah, her case is really disturbing on you many levels. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I could I could see how, like, if you have no experience with that, and then it's like, oh, well, your child is running away from home. And it's like, no, he's just autistic and doesn't have the same framework of reality that you do. It. So he's headed to his, uh, his babysitters, because that seems like the thing to do right now. Well, Courtney, congratulations on... Getting your children back. I, I hope that they're well. I hope that they haven't been molested, yeah, which is alarmingly common. They have. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's alarmingly common. Oh, in no, the, like in, the, in this particular case that uh, she, uh, I've been listening to, to this caller before, and yeah, no, she's, she's let us know uh, that they have 
that her son's already been molested during the two years that uh, that her kids were stolen from her. Don't yeah. fix it if it isn't broken, government. But they always break everything. Yeah. Children are children are not designed to be raised by institutions, and the institution of government is based on coercion, and that makes it, in my mind, an illegitimate institution that should be terminated immediately. Yeah, it's this amazing, like, fork in the road of time where, like, kid is bicycling to his babysitter. Now, this could have gone one of two ways. Kid makes it to the babysitter, babysitter brings kid back home, and everything goes according to plan. Like the kids are with their mom and everything's not where, you know, they are protected from being molested. But instead, that particular officer decided that a, a kid riding his bike at uh, 930 at night was just too darn suspicious. So they've got to stop that kid. And then it just snowballs into this whole thing where all of her kids get taken from her. And then two years later, they're finally done with uh, with, with uh, the the special court that they have for that. And by special, I mean absolutely lawless. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I was seven, I was out at midnight alone. Well, yeah, I mean, so was I. But sometimes I would leave without my parental units knowing about it as well. So, Well, was, sure, but not when I was seven. I was that. No, I mean, even at like seven. <laughs> really? yeah, I think so, yeah. Okay. I, I was I was not sneaking out of the house at seven. I, uh, Maybe 13 or 14 and up. Even as a, a, a child, I had a fierce independent streak, if you can believe that. I know. Shocking. You? <laughs> An independent streak. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to need documentation. I remember there was a, a particular point in time where adults no longer bathe you, right? So as, yeah. as a kid, you're bathed by adults, you're bathed by adults, and then at some point in time, you learn how to bathe yourself, and you graduate into self-bathing. Mm-hmm. And this was a fight, a <laughs> screaming, crying fight with my grandmother at the time, right? She was trying to you know, give me a bath and like rinse my hair out, and she's getting shampoo in my eyes, and I'm screaming like, no, Grandma, no, no, no! And she finally just threw her hands up and like left, and that was the day I finally bathed myself. So I know people are curious about the raid. When we get back, I'm going to tell you a little bit about what happened on March the 16th. I can't talk a lot, but I'm going to talk about it. It's Free Talk Live. 603-283-6160. 603-283-6160. That's the call in line. You can call in and talk about anything you want. But I imagine most people don't want to talk right now. They want to they want to hear about the raid. And I have to be clear, I can't really talk a lot about the raid. I can't talk about the case or any, uh, the vast majority of stuff that you want to know about, I can't talk about. Right. But before I get into that, I will be at ForkFest this year. And you can join me and... The captain will be there. I'm sure Mark will be there. Yes. At Rogers Campground in the beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire, June the 28th through July, through July the 4th. It's decentralized, which means no one is in charge. All you have to do is reserve your camping site, your RV site, or your motel room with Rogers Campground for June the 28th through July the 4th. And we're better to celebrate Independence Day than around other freedom-loving activists in the Shire. It's going to be weird, Ian, not being there. Well, oh, yeah. So hopefully they can get... An appeal in, and we can get them out. But not, these I mean, I'm certain tend to take time. I'm certain oh, he as attorney you can will appeal, appeal the bail process. Yes. yes. Huh. News to me. 
And I expect Ian will certainly appeal it. I mean, he's likely to appeal everything, to be honest, every step of the way. But yeah, that's true. And they, even they also if they do happen grant to him, be completely insane about this. Even if they do grant him bail, it's unlikely to be prior to Forkfest, I would imagine. Mm. I think Chris's um, appeal, Chris, uh, what's his last name? The Nazi. Chris Cantwell. His name escaped me for a moment. The crying Nazi. Yes. When he appealed his denial of bail, it was four to five months later before he finally got another hearing on it, I think. Mm. Well, and I mean, they're obviously dragging their feet as much as possible. I mean, I will expeditiously get back to you in a week and a half. So ForkFest.Party will still be there. It's still happening June the 28th through July the 4th. And Free Talk Live will be there as well. So check it out. It's Rogers Campground. Beautiful place. So I, I do want to tell uh, two particular stories about the raid. Uh, one of them's very minor, but, you know, 6 o'clock in the morning... I sleep in a pair of underwear, right? Suddenly, there's a lot of shouting. I assumed it was the contractors who have been out there doing work at my property for the last almost a year now. I assumed it was them down there just making a lot of noise. So I went flying down the stairs wearing only a blanket and a pair of underwear, screaming, guys, what the F is going on? And there was the FBI. <laughs> so that was how I woke up on March the 16th at 6 in the morning. And, you know, things proceeded from there. I mean, they did say, Aria, stop moving or we will open fire. So that was a fun experience. They threatened to open fire on a naked person. Sounds like a good time. It, it was it was harrowing. It, it, it really was. Yeah. These are not pleasant experiences. It's hard to overstate how harrowing it is and it was it was so much worse here and and i wonder like uh, so i actually saw some uh, some pictures and i know there was uh, uh two bear cats that showed up here and like 75 officers now did they have any like uh, uh prepared for improvised explosion devices going to your house or, no or, they, or they, were they toned down and only had like you know 20 people they they handled the raid on my house substantially differently than they handled the raid here. Mm. They did kick in my front door, but that was it. The, it damaged the frame a little bit. The contractors have already gone out to. I mean, here and they didn't need here, they didn't it, need to use an armored personnel carrier to batter down your door. No, I mean here it was an honest to god war zone. Right. They created a war zone here. Yeah. My house it wasn't like that. It was. It was still an FBI raid, so it was still, you know, exactly what you would expect it to be, but it was not a war zone like it was here from what I've been told. Right. They didn't knock out any windows. They didn't use these giant hooks to pull out window frames or anything like that. They just kicked in the front door, and after that, the the kitchen door itself was unlocked, so they just came in and guns pointed, flashlights, riot shields, all of that for a naked person. And, you know, again, I have to stress, all of this is for... The whitest of white collar allegations, essentially, according to the indictment, being charged with running an unlicensed business. Right. I mean, like, I'm looking through this and it's like, okay, so if your paperwork was in order, then there would be no charges. So, as I understand it, that's correct. I mean, we're essentially being charged with not obeying. And, and I, I can't help but think about like every other piece of paperwork that we need to fill in and like 
under what circumstances would you get this kind of treatment where it's like, ah, your license is expired. Destroy the <laughs> half of their house that they're not in. It's it's insane to think about these licensing in other restaurants, like uh, in other circumstances, like a, a bar losing their liquor license. Oh, suddenly the FBI is there kicking in their door. It, right? it, it, it would not happen. And we've got and to gather yet. up every last <laughs> bottle of alcohol for, for evidence. Like, no, that's that's not how this works. Like it, it, every other circumstance where you are where you are failing to fill out the paperwork and give them their cut. Because everything I've read in this, it, it, it all stems, and it's like, oh, well, they did this, oh, they did this, and it's like, okay, well, if you'd had the licenses that they wanted, then this wouldn't have been a problem. Who knows? I certainly don't. Did somebody say bottle of alcohol? Who brought the scotch? I need a scotch. <laughs> no? Nobody? Nobody brought scotch? Nobody brought scotch. Damn Nobody's it. in jail. Sorry. My he liver, doesn't bring the scotch. My liver is disappointed. So it's, so Yeah. Uh, then they, they they took me into uh, what used to be the mosque area, and they confiscated my DVR for my security cameras because, of course, they did. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they don't want the world knowing how they operate. They don't right. want the world watching them. That's just like all police officers. Assumably, there was nothing like uh, a cloud backup or something like that. Uh, no, because yeah, I, no, it's okay. I took the router out of the environment. Yep. It was completely disconnected from any networking whatsoever. Mm. Because I used the router at uh, the the quarantine party that we had in mm. order to provide internet access to the party, and I just never set it back up because it was it's not needed to be on right. the internet, right? Yeah, I can just throw a monitor on it anytime I need to see. But yeah, so they took that, they set me down, they said, "All right, you have the right to remain silent, but we'd like to ask you a few questions." I was like, "Okay, let's do with this." They asked the first question was, "What can we get for you?" So anyone who knows me knows that my answer was a cigarette and a bottle of water from out there. So they brought me a cigarette, which was great. Whoa. Yeah. And I, I got to just sit there smoking a cigarette while answering their questions. I mean, they Butter were- me up, would you? Yeah. They were standard questions, you know. You spoke your to name. them. Well, I'm getting okay. getting right. to that. All right. They asked me my name. I gave it. Date of birth, gave it. How long have you lived in- Wait, you gave them your date? You haven't given anybody your date of birth. I mean, people know it now, but- They had my date of birth. <laughs> so, I mean, they, they had my license at the time. I just know how like close to the vest you keep that- so I'm surprised that you were just like, yep, here it is. So it turns out the trick is you've just got to steal Arya's license, and then uh, Arya will be willing to tell you <laughs> whatever information appears on the license. Exactly. Okay, go so ahead. So they asked how long I had lived in New Hampshire. I said, about two and a half years, I think. I don't know. That. Three years uh, in June, yeah. so about two and a half years. And they said, okay, well, we want to ask you about Bitcoin. I was on my second cigarette at this point because you know, I was dragging my feet with the questions. I wanted nicotine. I was very stressed out. But I was on my second cigarette at that point when they asked me about Bitcoin, and it was obviously at that point that I said, yeah, I'm not answering any more questions. I need my attorney. So kudos to me for getting a, a cigarette out of it before I had to go and spend... Two of them, even. Yeah. Right. Well, it was closer to one and a half, but... Hey, you know, better than zero. Yeah. And for not answering questions that they didn't already have the answers to. <laughs> 603-283-6160. That's the call-in line. Call in, talk about whatever you want, because this is Free Talk Live. 
Everyone has a different war. For some, in the UN peacekeeping mission to Grenya, the struggle is just to survive. For others, it's to remain sane. For the rebels of the freehold of Grenya, their war is for their very way of life. They'll do everything and anything to stop this invasion. And they mean to make the enemy suffer. Because physical wounds heal. Freehold. Defiance. A collection of hard-hitting tales gathered by series creator Michael Z. Williamson and BaneBooks.com. It's freetalklive.com. What what am I doing? <laughs> we were just talking don't about type, don't type and talk at the same time. We were just talking about freetalklive.com as something that I need to do there. So yeah. as you might expect, my brain is in a million different places and has been for like the last two weeks. But you know, moving forward, because the show must go on. 603-283-6160. That's the call in line. Six zero three two eight three six one six zero. And with you tonight, it's Aria, Peakless Mountaineer, and the Captain. So another interesting tidbit from the raid, or at least I find it interesting, and is they asked me if I knew anyone who could open the store next door so mm-hmm. that they could get inside the Bitcoin the embassy. convenience store. Well, they wanted to get inside the Bitcoin embassy. Yeah, and I said yes, Ian Freeman. Obviously, I had no idea anything was happening over here. For all I knew, they were. Just raiding and arresting me. Right. So they brought me my phone and they said, get, get the number out of the phone. So I hit it very carefully and unlocked it. And then they tried to grab it from me. So obviously, immediately put it back to sleep. Yep. And one of the agents says, oh, well, it's fine. It's just facial recognition, isn't it? Like, dude, did you guys do any research about me? Do you really think I would use facial recognition or fingerprints or anything like that to unlock my phone? No. The only way you can unlock my phone is to be inside my head and have the information that I have. Face rec and fingerprint unlocking are both some of the stupidest security measures that you could have on a smartphone. And their warrant actually authorized them to compel us to use fingerprints and facial recognition to unlock our devices. So they, ah. they were authorized explicitly to do that. But obviously, but they can't get your uh, private password or whatever right. number or swipey bit thing. But that they you tried. Ah. They're like, these guys are nerds. They must use facial recognition. <laughs> no, we're <laughs> nerds, and that's why we don't use facial recognition. Derp, derp, derp. You know, so it, the other agent said, well, here's the thing. We have a warrant here to search your phone, so you can either unlock it for us or we can compel you to unlock it for us. And I said, well, you're going to have to compel me because I'm not doing it. And I didn't do it. Were they all, the power of Christ compels you? (laughs) Sort of. (laughs) There was a lot of that. I mean, because the state is a religion, right? They they were priests there acting on behalf of the instructions of their God. Right. So there, there was a bit of that going on. The power of state compels you. But yeah. as far as I understand it, the, the phone is still secure. It was still receiving text messages as of s- about 6 p.m. Sunday. That was when it went dark. My new phone was not activated at that point, so all texts were being delivered to my old phone. Mm-hmm. But as of Sunday night at 7 o'clock, no, no text messages were being delivered anywhere, which means my phone has gone dark. So that's possibly good news, I guess, or maybe nothing. Mm-hmm. Maybe they just haven't even attempted to get into it yet. Who knows, right? Right. They're probably not moving quickly, given that the trial is estimated to be at least a year out. 
Well, and government efficiency is not exactly a thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're efficient at wasting things. That's no, that. They're, they're very, very efficient at that. At that. S- Speaking of wasting things, they took my keys, my, my keychain, uh, the the what did they call the things that hang around your neck? The uh, lanyard. Yeah, they took mm-hmm. that, uh, presumably because it was ShireSociety.com. Had my car keys on it, had my work keys on it, had my house keys on it. They took them. Bastards. But it gets even dumber, right? Because I told my attorney, hey, they took my keys and I need those for work and for my car. Right. And they just gave them back to him and he brought them to me. So what was the point of taking them at all except to be inefficient? And to make me waste time having to ask for them back. Yeah. Absolutely bizarre. They certainly know how to create hassle for anybody they interact with at any time. And they're good at it. Yes. So hmm, This will annoy you. Well, I'm authorized find, to do it. Therefore, it gets done. The, the, the mask thing was handled very differently between here and my house as well. Right? Uh, Ian refused to wear a mask the whole way, even when he was in jail. Right? right? I attempted to. And I can imagine that, you know... I did it, went about it the same way that Ian did. No, I have a religious exemption and I have a medical exemption. Mm-hmm. Well, we can't prove that, it, but I can if you will if you will calm down for a second. They put one on me. Oh, Jesus. Against my will. Oh, wow. They didn't do that to Ian. I can tell you for a fact that Detective Bastard in the trench coat was not masked the entire time he was on that property, uh, both the Moose and your house and the embassy. Good. I don't want people invading my house to be wearing masks. Yeah. Um, but uh, You know, if your house has got to be invaded by people, it'd be nice to see their faces. Yeah. But everybody else had a mask on, all the FBI agents and all the police and all that kind of stuff. Everybody else had a mask on except for Detective Trenchcoat. Interesting. See, and, and once... I think one of the officers who was arresting me and actually taking me to Merrimack County Jail said something to the effect of, well, you're going to prison. You're going to wear a mask whether you like it or not. It was at that wow. point that I stopped resisting. I, I still didn't cooperate, but yeah. I mean, he's right. You know, at that point, they had me. There, yeah. there was no point in making things more difficult for myself. Oh, man. On the way to the cage. Well, so I can't help but think like... But I mean, he lied. I was certainly not on my way to prison. I mean... Everything I've seen has shown that these masks are absolutely faith-based. I mean, they they are essentially the statist equivalent of a cross. I would allow that masks could work in the way that, you know, they they insist they work. But in order for the masks to work, people have to stop touching them. And people constantly touch them. And that just spreads the germs to their hands and then onto everything else they touch. It's got to be worse than just not wearing the mask at all well also like uh, assuming that they work in in this way assuming you actually get the seal around the face that would that would make the mask work you're also going to aerosolize every bit of spittle that you've gotten onto that mask so uh from 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 the way i look at it you're actually making it a greater hazard by getting people to wear these things have you guys ever seen a bio hazmat suit Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ever seen the mask that they wear and the apparatus that's attached to it? Mm-mm. It's designed specifically pre- to prevent them from contracting or putting out any sort of biological pathogen. Right. And those are the masks <laughs> that would work in this particular instance. Uh, a piece of cloth. You'll notice they don't, the government doesn't even recommend a specific type 
They're like, yeah, just wear whatever. You know, it could be a bandana. It could be, could be one of these medical masks. It could be a piece of cloth. It could be an old handkerchief. It could be a, a T-shirt that you grabbed out of your hamper that you wore two days ago. I, I mean, to give you an idea of how insane this is, when people come into the store at which I work, the front people say, "Hey, you have to wear a mask to be in here." And people sometimes say, "Well, I don't have one." They go, "Okay, well, can you pull your shirt up?" And and, and they do. And that's supposed to be effective? No, it, no it's, it's just dumb. virtue it's, signaling. It's my favorite is My favorite is the knit masks. I don't know if you guys have seen these at all, but like, <laughs> seriously, so like, you know, dime-sized holes, you know, in the, in the mesh of it, but you know, but you're wearing a mask, There's, and that makes you one of the faithful. There's I, one that uh, somebody we know recommends if you absolutely have to wear, and it basically looks like... Uh, a piece of like lingerie on your face because it's all it's see-through it's mm-hmm. sheer you can totally breathe through it it really it doesn't do not that the regular masks do anything but this one certainly doesn't do anything but it's just there to sort of fool the normies into thinking you're docile and compliant and i'm like i'm not even wearing that i'm not wearing this pseudo lingerie on my face to convince the normies that i'm docile and compliant uh, I'm just going to go mask free and I'm going to have the courage to stand up to people. Go, You've got to wear a mask. And I'll be like, no, I sure don't. Have fun making me. Well, see, that's the thing. Wearing a, a mask isn't enough anymore to signal that you're compliant, that you're, that you're a member of the church, that you follow their religious beliefs. Wearing a mask is enough. You have to wear two masks now. And it's because the state in so many levels in so many cities and so many states they made masks a requirement next thing you know the state's gonna you know tell you that it's mandatory to wear blindfolds so you can't see what the hell's going on so you cannot just wear a mask now to show oh you're you're a member of the church of woke right because everyone has to wear a mask presumably whether they like it or not you have to show that you're voluntarily doing it you're voluntarily sacrificing yourself for the benefit of others and to do that they now require two masks to me it's the inverse of the scarlet letter Right. Everybody who's a, a bad person doesn't have a mask, and therefore, they're the scarlet letter. Well, everybody else that has a mask are the good people. What do you think? 603-283-6160. Yeah! It's Free Talk Live, 603-283-6160. That's the call-in line. Call in and talk about anything you want. 603-283-6160. With you tonight is Arya, the captain, and Peakless Mountaineer. I got it right that time. Nice. Yeah, thank you. And uh, there's... You keep this up, you'll be pushing the right button to take color soon. I, I sure hope so. <laughs> Next right. thing you know, you'll be hosting first chair. <laughs> <laughs> so... Once I got to jail, and this is something for which I'm going to have to hire an attorney, at, at many steps along this way, they asked me, you know, how do you identify? And I always gave them the same answer, as a female, as a female, right? When, when I had to use the restroom before we left, they had a female escort me there. A female was the one who escorted me to get dressed, and that was my answer every single time. Okay. And yet, the release documents that I got list my sex as unknown, on top of that, the the release statement, the terms, the conditions of the bill, they actually scratched out her and wrote there instead. That's interesting. Someone within the U.S. government was 
so concerned about this and not letting me be called her that they literally scratched it out and wrote there instead. Uh, that is your preferred pronoun, right? It is my pronoun. Yeah. So her is. Right. Yeah, yes. That's what I'm saying. So I don't. I mean, if you've said that repeatedly, I have never it, owned any. You've made it very clear that 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 is what you. I don't understand why anybody would be concerned about it. I don't either. Secret agents within government that just will not allow you to be called her. And it gets worse because where was I held during this? I wasn't put in with the men, and I wasn't put in with the women. According to my attorney, they didn't know what to do with me, so they isolated me in medical. Oh, jeez. So yeah. Lawsuits out the ass on Merrimack County. Good. I hope they're ready for it. Yeah. Because I will give my friends leeway. My attorney, he occasionally calls me he. He corrects himself. But I'll give you leeway. But the American government gets none. No, they shouldn't. So anyway, moving on to what's happening in the world. You have a story, I believe, if you still have it in front of you. Uh, I have several. Uh, I was ill-prepared for this moment. (laughs) However, stand by. I will have a story in more, in less time than it takes you to say super califragilistic expialidocious even though the sound of it is something quite a tr- no i'm 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 stalling for time uh, yeah i figured I'm, I'm stalling that for must time. be what you were up to i'm stalling for time are you joseph stalling for time <laughs> joseph stalling for time uh i have well you can't really talk about bitcoin can you okay i can't uh, oh, so man. then we won't go there I have this from the daily. I, I can't even look at the prices of Bitcoin. I mean, I, I, I can't. I can't access. Obviously, can't access any of my wallets, and it's. Well, I'd tell you, but I'm sure that's a violation too. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Probably not, because you're just reporting a number to me. But I mean, it's not anything that's important to me right now, anyway. So I don't really care what the price is. <laughs> well, we have been. I talk- can't use it. So yeah. we have been talking about how dumb government is and in this case in your case in the case of the terrorist attack here on the studio and the bitcoin embassy uh and all that kind of thing the fbi specifically they were the majority of the federal agents that were here were fbi they were all wearing fbi badges or you know stick-ons or velcro things on there all of their badges and whatever were covered up right their name tags and and all that kind of stuff yeah Mm -hmm. nobody had any identifying marks on them whatsoever isn't that illegal? I, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Probably. You know, we should pro- have somebody take a look at the footage that, you know, some of the, you know, the friends that captured and see, you know, hey, is that the case? And see if there's something that can be done about that. But I mean, there was certainly a time in this country where we considered the idea of a secret police not good. You might not be aware, but there has been in the news recently some quote unquote mass shooters. There was one in Colorado recently. I think five people died. There was another one. I heard something in, about like, that, that. Arizona or somewhere. There's something about some Muslim dude that people are arguing about he whether was, or not he's white. He was from Syria. You know, the place Biden bombed. So Biden can bomb Syria, but when a Syrian opens fire in Colorado, it's like, oh, it's a horrible thing. You know. See, but the only things I've heard about Biden. that is whether or not the dude was white. Yeah, everybody's playing that up to be like, you know, some sort of SJW racial thing. Well. That's the only thing that matters anymore, haven't you heard? Like, race, that is the only thing that ever matters. Like, we can determine whether or not something's a hate crime on that basis alone. A white right, a right right wing, a white right wing, a white 
right wing, right white wing. I can't even say that properly, but like the news is all making it out to be, you know, somebody from the right, uh, you know, had an assault style rifle and open fire. And no, it wasn't, of course. But I have this from DailyCaller.com about the FBI specifically. The FBI's own stats show that knives kill far more people than rifles in America, and it's not even close. Really? It's hard to kill someone with a knife. Really? I, I mean... It's a lot easier to kill them with a gun. You, oh, you, yeah. You, yeah. You stab them and then turn. Right? That's what I know. Yeah, rifles well, are certainly are, more effective. Stabbing someone once is not going to kill them. Uh, well, I you, mean, there have been people who have been stabbed upwards of 40, 50 times and sure, they lived. This is likely by people who don't know the part about turning. <laughs> Like they'll show uh, reenactments frequently of like how somebody like a, you know, a jilted lover, you know, kills their spouse or whatever. And it's always just this continuous downward stabbed 43 times. Right. And it's never like stab and turn. Right. It's always just stab, stab, stab. And that's how people survive. Uh, the military will teach you that if you're going to stab somebody, you put the knife in them and then you turn the knife. And that's how you get the most effect out of the knife to kill somebody. Don't ask me. You know, I could have gone the rest of my life without ever knowing that, but thanks. Who knows? You might need to defend yourself with a knife someday. I'm not allowed to defend myself with a knife. Okay. Really? Really. Wow. The the same terms about having dangerous weapons that apply to felons apply to me at the moment. Uh. I mean, it could be a spoon. (laughs) It could be a spork. I feel like if you manage to stab (laughs) someone with a spoon, they're not surviving. There's no need to twist it. Right. You know, you're probably right about that. It's, so, it's not exactly a clean wound that that leaves. So, like, once you get into the lung with the with the the middle of the spoon, you know, you really don't need to grapefruit it at that point. You know, grapefruit. Uh, recent shoot. This is from the article. Recent shootings in Atlanta, Georgia, and Boulder, Colorado, are driving a renewed push to ban assault style rifles, whatever that means, like the AR-15. But according to FBI data. Far more murders are committed with handguns, knives, or even hands and feet. Okay, handguns makes a lot more sense. I, I would imagine the vast majority of murders involve a handgun. They're, well, they're going to like, get to the bit about the knives. There's more people kicked to death than than killed with rifles. Really? Like, yeah. Like curb stomp? Or? Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, isn't that what, what that was saying? How many people a year do cows kill? Or I know it's they, a lot. Cows? Yeah. Or do they put hands and feet in one category? You would think I'd know that being from Wisconsin, but it's America's Dairyland. A lot of cows. I do not remember the number, but cows kill a lot of people each year. I'm curious whether or not cows kill more people than rifles. Normally, this would be an example where I would say to a person who said that to, <laughs> why don't you consult the magic rectangle in your pocket? Yeah. Except I, I can't. Yeah. You are. You're, I can't. You're like living in a time machine. You're going to have to like write stuff down on paper with a pen. <laughs> no should we get you a rotary phone i'm allowed to type i'm I'm allowed to have a phone uh, right okay. uh, i can text message i can make calls i can but i can't be like dude google it <laughs> correct wait i thought you could use google services just just not their search engine well i did haven't asked specifically about their search engine uh, at any but rate- I, i'm on a white list of what i can and can't do I mean, right. so just assume I can't do it unless I've explicitly given. I had to ask permission to use the gay dating app Grinder, which I did today, actually. <laughs> but that's that's mm. how it is. Wow, that's the, fun. 
Yeah, can can I do this? Dear government, can I try to yeah, get laid, please? That sucks. That really sucks. I can't even imagine. It sucks a whole lot more for Ian, though. Yeah, it sure does. And nobody. Uh, at any rate, this article continues. The FBI's most recent data from 2019 shows that while firearms ac- account for the vast majority of homicides overall, 10,258, the number of homicides committed using a rifle, 364, is much smaller. Uh, handguns were listed as the primary weapon in 6,368 cases, and shotguns accounted for another 200. There were 45 cases that named other gun as the weapon, and 3,281 cases in which the type of firearm was not specified. Assuming the unspecified... Well, a rifle is not a very good weapon to commit a murder with, yeah, if, if we think about this rationally. It's, it's the best weapon available for a mass murder, I guess. I don't even know that, really. I mean, if you got good aim and you know, I, powerful I mean, enough gun, I would think bombs would be better at mass murder than uh, than rifles. But, yeah, you know. it's true. I don't want people being good at mass murder, though. Well, you know, tell the government <laughs> to stop, <laughs> right? Because we learned it from watching you, government. We learned it from watching you. Six zero three two eight three six one six zero. That's the call in line. This is Free Talk Live. News from news.bitcoin.com. U.S. Postal Service files a patent for new blockchain voting method. Warren Buffett changes his opinion on gold. Maybe Bitcoin is next. $6 billion Acon cryptocurrency city underway. Former Prudential CEO says now's the time to buy Bitcoin. Bitcoin.com is your source for getting started with cryptocurrencies. Getting a wallet, buying Bitcoin cash, mining, and all the latest cryptocurrency news at news.bitcoin.com. Subscribe to Bitcoin.com's YouTube channel, too. Welcome back to Free Talk Live. We were attempting to do a thing, and that thing may happen, but we are experiencing some technicalties, so for the moment, I'm going to drive this thing. It is Free Talk Live. Our telephone number is 603-283-6160. In the studio tonight, it is myself and currently Peakless Mountaineer. Uh, we are uh, without Aria for a little while. So we were talking about, well, all sorts of things. Uh, do you have the thing that we were talking about? The thing that we were talking about? Yes. Uh, no, you didn't post it anymore. Oh, that I you're could right, get I it. didn't. Yeah. We were talking about an article that stated that knives actually kill more people yeah i've got a i've got a different rifles. article on the same subject yeah let's let's check it out right. because different perspective right. is good so yeah let's see uh this one uh that i just sort of randomly pulled up is from law enforcement today fbi more people killed with knives hammers clubs and even feet than rifles <laughs> and this one goes back to uh 2018 even feet yep so yeah it's uh it's the data the mainstream media tends to bury when it doesn't fit their agenda, uh, is how this one starts. Mm-hmm. Uh, according to the FBI, more than five times as many people were killed in 2018 by knives, clubs, and other con- cutting instruments than with rifles. 
Uh, the metrics show that there were a total of 1,515 deaths by knives or other cutting instruments last year. Compare that against 297 people killed by rifles. That is a striking number. It is. So No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so 1,500 deaths by knife, uh, under 300 deaths by rifles. Now, that that is going back to 2018, but I mean, the article we were just reading does show that this is standard. This is what always happens. So uh, it, it goes on to list that um, uh, more than 100 people were killed with hammers and clubs. Wow. Uh, there were 443 people killed with hammers, clubs, or other blunt objects. Um, and let's see here. Well, I know the, the joke that I make all the time is because we know that the, the regular foot patrols in uh, the UK and England uh, are not armed, or at least they used to not be. Right. Uh, and so the joke is, you know, in America they say, stop or I'll shoot. And in England they say, stop or I'll yell, stop again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and if you look at what's happened in England, I mean, it's not like this has, you know, stopped the street crime. No, it's it's actually made it significantly more brutal. So now instead of being shot, which, you know, not a great way to die, I'm sure, but it might be better than being hit with a chain until you stop moving. Yeah. You know, I mean, given the choice between the two. I know that certain martial arts will teach you uh, that anything is a weapon, mm-hmm. right? And certain, you know, like the military and that kind of a thing will teach you, hey, you know what? If you're getting attacked and, you know, you need to get away out, why reach for whatever? Because mm-hmm. most objects can be used as a weapon. Oh, absolutely. Which is inevitably what happens, particularly in places where, like, guns are completely outlawed. The other thing that I want to say about any additional gun control measures passed by government is they're all crap, all of them, every one of them. Colorado has the most uh, gun laws of any state, and still these things happen. The decision to kill always precludes the choice of weapon. Yeah, the 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 way in which you kill is just determined by the by what is available to you. And that's always struck me as kind of strange when they ask, are there any weapons in the car, for example, in that, well, everything is, in fact, a weapon. I mean, some some more easily accessible than others. Uh, Jello, for example, as far as I can tell, you'd have to drown them in. But I mean, seriously, a, a, a pencil, uh, a glass. I mean, these are incredibly effective weapons if you use them as weapons. Yeah, a book, a hardcover book right. can be a weapon. Um you know, you'll see some of this in like even like Jackie Chan movies. He's really good right. about doing his martial arts choreography where he uses a variety of different things as potential weapons. Uh, just to, you know, for those of you who might not have studied martial arts at all and have no idea what I'm talking about, you can go watch a movie and, and it sort of illustrates it there. Well, and I mean, what solid object is in fact not a club? Uh, none right if it's a solid it's a club might not be any it might not be as wieldy or as effective as other solid objects but okay so all solid objects are clubs all clubs are weapons so all solid objects are weapons so can you even ask reasonably are there any weapons in the car nope (laughs) only liquids and gases in here there's a great meme rolling around the internet too where it's a picture of a guy 
and he's swinging around another guy. And it says, <laughs> I'll kill an MF with another MF. <laughs> uh, so, yes, even another person can be a weapon. Uh, reminds me of uh, role-playing and having the weapon specialty other character. You'll also see that in films and TV when they get to the violence portion where, you know, whomever gets shot and so the people left alive will use their body uh, as a shield to, you know, uh, take the bullets so that mm -hmm. they can get closer and eventually take out the bad guy or whatever it is. Uh, so you see that a lot as well in the movies and films, TV. But yeah, I mean, the, and it strikes me like, okay, right now, uh, the people that go absolutely around the bend and decide to try to kill a bunch of people, well, they are essentially a little bit lazy because they can get a hold of rifles and do it that way. Right Now, if you make them stop being lazy, they're still going to want to kill lots of people all at once. Yeah, the decision to kill, again, precludes the choice of weapon. So it doesn't matter if you institute more laws against otherwise peaceful people who've broken no laws and own their firearms completely, legally, legitimately, and above board. None of that is going to stop these people from murdering. And and the nature of chemistry is that there are always a lot of possible ways to kill a whole lot of people using ordinary household chemicals. Yes, that is true. So all of these people who go around the deep end and, you know, basically do it the lazy way, they'll have to stop doing it the lazy way. Yeah. In fact, uh, the original television series known as MacGyver, the one with, uh, what's his name, Richard Dean Anderson. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that TV series, there were at least one episode that I can remember very clearly, if not two, where the components that he put together manufactured an explosive device. That is to say, a bomb of some sort. And in fact... Now that's a real IUD. It, yeah. IED. IED. Yes, yeah, <laughs> Improvised explosive device. <laughs> don't, don't put the IED where the IUD is supposed to be. <laughs> Those are not interchangeable? Okay, excuse me. I'll be right back. Unless you want to have an explosive relationship. <laughs> Which, you know, hey, to each their own. I'm not going to judge. Perhaps that's your thing and what you're into. Um, but it might sting a bunch. Uh, so, yeah. And, like, the ingredients were rather simple. It was, like, some lawn fertilizer, you know, uh, mm -hmm. some newspaper, and some sort of flammable fluid like gasoline or, you know, something like that. Uh, and you basically wrap it up like a piece of candy, mm -hmm. right, you know, and then you run a wick to it and you light the wick and put it under a thing and you wait for the wick to burn down. And it goes boom. Yeah. And I mean, OK, so we've just found out that rifles are killing less people than knives. Uh, guess what? In prison, they make knives. They sure do. They're called shanks. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, the idea that you can get people to stop killing each other by just making it harder for them to get a hold of weaponry is just absurd. Yeah, you're absolutely right. In fact, prisons are the most non-gun-having place mm -hmm. in that, that I can tell, right? at least in the United States of America. And people find ways to kill other people in prison. So all the time. doesn't matter what kind of laws you put into place. You're not doing the right thing. You're just creating criminals out of otherwise ordinary law-abiding citizens. And it is dumb. It might make your politician feel a little better and get another vote. But outside of that... It's going to have no effect. This is Free Talk Live. More coming up.
It's Free Talk Live, 603-283-6160. That's the call-in line, 603-283-6160. With you tonight, it's Aria. Big Lose Mountaineer. And the captain. And I just sat in my car listening to music for that segment for reasons that may or may not be known, but... We were trying to do a thing here on the show, and it didn't work, so we're just going to resume the show and try it another day. I'm really frustrated right now with what's happening in my car. Oh. Uh, Yes, because as I was coming to the studio today, I took a left onto uh, School Street here, which connects to Leverett, and some idiot decided that was the best time for her to make a left-handed turn out of the street that I was turning onto, which mm. obviously was going to cause a collision. Yeah. But myself, being a cautious and aware driver, avoided said collision. However, in doing so, something slid in my trunk, and now my subwoofer is just randomly thumping. Oh, not to the music, not to anything. It's just, And it continues for a few seconds, even after I turn off my car. Oh, that's not good. No. so That some, shouldn't be happening. Yeah, I know, right? So something got messed up. Yeah. So I have to go home tonight and review my dash cam footage and send this lady a bill for the subwoofer and whatever other damages she may have caused by being an idiot. I noticed that the stop sign on the corner out here, it appears that somebody like ran it over and it was leaning over into the bushes. Right. I mean, like, really? yeah, like you couldn't like if you were a car and you'd not driven down the street, if you got to the end, you would only stop because you either have to go right or left. You can't continue forward, but you wouldn't see that stop sign until you got right up on it and it was leaning down into the bushes. I noticed that it's fixed today. So okay. the city or somebody must have come by and fixed it. We can only surmise that somebody came by and backed into it as sort of a, you know, an F you to us. I would assume Presumably. that they. I, I would assume that they just sort of accidentally hit it. Uh, Isn't it? I mean, that's usually how uh, stop signs get bent over is accidentally hitting. Perhaps I'm paranoid, but just because I'm paranoid doesn't mean they're not out to get you. Yeah. There did used to be a lot of vandalism to this place. Well, we've had people drive by this place and yell things, of course, since the whole thing went down. Really, uh, more so than you know they would before. Nice things. Uh, no. Aww. <laughs> Supportive, nobody's, yeah. Nobody's like, "Hey, you no, guys, wrong." No. <laughs> you know what I mean? There, there are some. That's brainwashed... what that's what I get when I hang out on the porch. Yeah, yeah. They mm. drive by and they're very positive. Hey, you guys are great, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But you know that's how it is. Yeah, that there is a lot of hate regarding freaking and the crypto six and all of that. Speaking of which, uh, we have set up a fundraiser for. Everybody who was arrested when the terrorists attacked the Free Talk Live studio and Aria's house, as well as the Bitcoin embassy, the Mighty Moose Mart, and some other. And the house of a 60-year-old grandmother. Yes. They raided and arrested a 60-year-old grandmother. They sure did. And uh, so, and they stole a bunch of Bitcoin ATMs from different locations around the state of New Hampshire. Vending machines. Vending machines, yes. Not ATMs. Uh, sorry, I... That's my slang, my slang, which kicking in, uh, you know, among other things. So, of course, these folks need to get lawyered up with proper lawyers. They're not going to be able to beat any of this with the public defenders if you have any experience with those people. So we've set up a website for you to contribute, thecrypto6.com. Go to that website now, thecrypto6.com. We accept a variety of different cryptocurrencies. You can find them all there on that page. If you want to donate in regular dirty fiat United States dollars, you can do that by... Well, that tends to be what attorneys take. 
I understand. Uh, you can send regular dollars to Mark at freetalklive.com via PayPal. And that's so, with a K. Well, I think either way we'll go M-A-R-C oh, as well. Nice. I think they've arranged for the dual spelling to be accepted. But, yeah, if please, you know, M-A-R-K at freetalklive.com if you want to send PayPal. Just go into your PayPal account and do, hey, I want to send money to this place and type in Mark at freetalklive.com. The money will get there. To give people an idea of how expensive this is likely to be um, – the attorney with which I'm just talking right now about potentially hiring estimates it to cost between seven seventy thousand and two hundred thousand dollars for me, and this involves um, you know a cryptocurrency expert attorney, mm-hmm. a number of other experts, presumably a financial attorney and a criminal defense attorney. So for something like this, you don't have. If you go in there with just your public defender, you're screwed. You yep. need a team of attorneys, all of whom specialize in these little things. Yeah, I mean, this is a it's a very niche subject. It's a very specific thing that they're trying to uh, say that, that they are arguing is or is not a crime. So, I mean, and, and this is one of those things where there really isn't much in the way of precedent. Like, there's not a lot of uh, of legal cases that have really dealt with this issue because of it. It is Such a, a major. It is a major case, significantly bigger than the any of the crypto six. Yeah. I mean that this case is going to set precedent that is going to affect the cryptocurrency world forever. I I agree, and and the better lawyers that we can have doing this, the the better this will be for our entire future. But I learned while I was out there sitting in my car, being driven crazy by my subwoofer, that. We're not alone in this. Uh, the SEC has filed something against Library. That's L B R Y, the the video hosting platform, hmm. alleging that there's selling unlicensed securities or something like that. I don't know. I'd have to read the email. Oh again yeah, that's for right. They had specifics. a uh, they had uh, some kind of blockchain something or other that uh, they would use to reward people for putting uh, videos on there. Library credits. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So the Securities and Exchanges Commission is uh, apparently considering that to be a a no-no with money. Well, library, the corporation or whatever sort of business model it is, they they also have sold library credits. Mm. And apparently the SEC is considering those securities. Do Do either of you remember who it was in the American government who was talking about extremists and homegrown terrorism and Ended his statement with, we're going to have to go after all of these people, and quote, even libertarians. I can't remember who it was, but I do remember. No, I do. I remember. We covered that on the air, I believe. Yes. Yeah. And months later, six libertarians in New Hampshire get arrested. Right. Weird. And the libertarians running library get charged. Well, you see, you're interfering with our forceful monopoly on money. (laughs) And that makes you a mafia. We, on the other hand, are the good guys because we are forcing people to do something with the threat of violence. You, on the other hand, are giving them a way to not do this thing that we're trying to force them to do under the threat of violence. So now we have to turn that violence against you. Well, I got a message for these bastards, these terrorists, these goons, these tyrants calling themselves the federal government. Uh, If you thought that by doing this you were somehow going to shut down libertarian, voluntarist, or anarchist activities in the state of New Hampshire, you are wrong. If you thought it was going to shut down Free Talk Live, you are wrong. We've got people 
coming out of the woodwork. We've got hosts that have retired who are coming back on the show. We've got other new people who are like, hey, if you need somebody on the show, I'm happy to do the show. We've got a variety of people that we can put on this show at any given time. This show is not going anywhere. And if you thought this was going to help you maintain your monopoly on currency, you are sadly mistaken. That genie is out of the bo- the bottle. You can slow it down, but you cannot stop it. Unstoppable code coming to get you. Free Talk Live is definitely not going anywhere. It won't be stopped. We are actually working to create a new Free Talk Live studio at an undisclosed location. So we'll keep going as long as we live. 603-283-6160. You can join the conversation because this is Free Talk Live. Carl Watner, longtime proponent of a voluntary society, died last December. You may have seen his articles published on his website, Voluntarius.com, in his newsletter, The Voluntarist, The Mises Institute, or elsewhere over the last 40 years. His newest book, I Must Speak Out, Volume 2, The Best of the Voluntarist, is now available via Liberty Under Attack Publications. LibertyUnderAttack.com slash Voluntarist. It's Free Talk Live, 603-283-6160. Lines are currently full, but, you know, go ahead and give us a call, and we'll get you on the air to talk about whatever's on your mind. With you tonight, it's Aria, the captain, and Pinkless Mountaineer. And it's good to be back on the show. You know, it is. It's weird. I'm not used to having... Glad to have you. Thank you. Absolutely. I'm not used to having to watch what I say. (laughs) Like for for the bulk of my life, I've just had a thought, and then all I did was attempt to word it in the most accurate way to express that thought. Well, at present, I have a whole lot of thoughts that I can't talk to anyone but an attorney about. Right. It's difficult enough doing radio to avoid the seven words that George Carlin made famous. Because those are the ones the FCC frowns upon and the reason that we have something called a dump button. So if any of you bastards get any crazy ideas, we can just get rid of you. Uh, And so it's tough enough to hold your tongue, you know, doing radio. It's an entirely different thing to be able to eliminate very specific subject matter from your brain while doing this particular radio show. We're so used to being free about it. It's it's a tricky thing to do for sure because i mean it's talk radio so we have to be talking constantly which generally requires us to just talk about whatever comes to mind right sort of a stream of thought kind of a stream of consciousness expression is yeah. mostly what ends up happening and it's like oh, yeah, can't nope, talk about that can't shut, shut up it. now you know one thing that's bothered me about this is that i've learned how many people i associate with who have loose lips and they cannot help but try to talk about the case or something around me. Uh, and I have to just cut them off. Hey, stop talking. You're a libertarian. You're supposed to be smarter than this. <laughs> anyway, let's go to the phones. We've got Vernon calling. Vernon, you're on Free Talk Live. And I still keep hitting the flashing button and not the correct yep. button. You'll, you'll get it. Hi, Aria. I uh, totally want to respect your need to not answer certain questions. So if you can't answer any of these, I understand. I have three General questions. One, do you have to wear an ankle monitor? Two, how much are you paying the government for your uh, for your bail? I guess you have to be seen by a pretrial officer or whatever they're called. And then three, do you feel like the government 
is violating your due process or whatever you want to call it since they've imposed all of these restrictions on you even though you haven't been convicted. And I'll take the answers off the air. Thank you. All right. Thanks so much for the call and thanks for the questions. Um, to answer your first one, am I wearing an ankle, ankle monitor? Uh, no. I'm free to go pretty much as I want. I'm restricted to the United States, but I'm not even restricted to staying in the state of New Hampshire. Wow. Oh, wow. That is that is surprising. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. The, the bail conditions are extremely lenient for me. Um, like, Colleen, I know, is not allowed to drink. Mm-hmm. I'm allowed to drink. Hmm. I'm allowed to do drugs if you go by the bail condition, but that's because I don't do any drugs. So, <laughs> But yeah, they, they didn't even drug test me. That's a nice catch-22. It's not part of my bail conditions that I remain alcohol and drug-free. Hmm. I mean, I remain drug-free, but that's... It's, it's still shocking to me that they didn't just check that by default. Right. But yeah, I can leave the state of New Hampshire. I obviously would need to let my supervisory officer know if I'm going to, you know, go down to Texas for a week or whatever. But right. I'm allowed to do that. If if they're, you know, and I know that none of this is happening currently, thanks to the government's overreaction to the top story in the entire world for the last year, COVID. Right. But if like a concert was to happen somewhere. You know, I don't know, like Boston or something like that. Could you conceivably go? Yes. Nice. Hmm. And I mean, I wouldn't even have to let my supervisory officer know if I was just going for a concert. Okay. I mean, if I was staying the night, it would probably be in my best interest to let her know. Yeah. But strictly speaking, not required to. Hmm. You know, I don't want to do anything that would put me back in jail. So if I think, hey, I should probably let my supervisory officer know this, then I'm going to go ahead and do that, whether it's necessary or not. The second question. What was the second question? Uh, let's see. I know it was uh, the ankle monitor. How much you had to pay? Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. None. I was released on PR, which is personal, I think, recognizance. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which means, you know, they just trust that I'm going to show up for my day in court, which obviously I'm going to. Right. But uh, I believe the other four uh, who are released, the other three who were released, mm-hmm. that would be Renee, Colleen, and Andy were also released on PR. Right. As I understand it, nobody got bad advice from his attorney and chose to waive his detention hearing. Yeah, there's hopefully some folks have put some things into motion to correct that. Yeah, but what I was hearing is that the the attorney just did not uh, have one, like wasn't doing what they were supposed to do and did not have a, uh, a bail hearing. And that he might need, I don't know. I don't know what's going on either. Um, yeah. Obviously, I can't talk to him to find out, but. Yeah, it's the darnest thing. When people kidnap your friends, it's really hard to talk to them. It is. But, I mean, even if they were free, I wouldn't be allowed to talk to them. Mm. I mean, it's it sucks, man. These yeah. people are my friends. Colleen, the 60-year-old grandmother who was raided and arrested, I've seen her um, and spoken to her and conversed with her almost every single day since I came to New Hampshire, Ian and I, we, we used to, every Tuesday, we would end up at the Jamaican place for something to eat, or we'd end up at Thirsty Owl, and same for Wednesdays, and every single week. And all of my friends, I mean, the people who I associated with closely, every single day, can't have any contact with them. Wow. I mean, that was the part of the bell hearing where, you know, it really hurt the most when they said, okay, well, you can't have any any contact with any of the other defendants or anyone who may become a potential witness or whatever. I was like, hold, hold on, wait, wait, wait. You mean I can't have any contact with Ian Freeman? Just that's correct. Damn. Brutal. It is. And the third question, what, 
was uh, uh, do you feel that you are being denied due process? In hindsight, I may feel that way. Yeah. But at the moment, I've got too much on my on my plate to mm. be worrying about that particular thing. Right. Yeah, I know that uh, the uh, uh, some of the particulars of pronouns and uh, where to put you and uh, that may not have been a proper due process. But uh, well, worst case scenario is that we end up in court, we get found guilty. What will happen after that? Because this is the federal government. This isn't the state of New Hampshire. This isn't Merrimack County. They right. would throw me in a men's prison. Mm. Right. And that's all the more reason for people to go to the Crypto6.com to prevent something like that from happening. And that's the Crypto number 6.com. Yeah, it, it can be either one. It can be okay, SIM, I was yeah, hoping so. Yeah. Uh, we, we didn't at first, but then we got it like two days later. And so it's either one, Crypto SIX or Crypto the number 6.com. Uh, for donations, you can also send U.S. dollars to Mark, M-A-R-K, at freetalklive.com via PayPal. Log into your PayPal and engage a transaction and send it to Mark at freetalklive.com. Uh, there's no minimum or anything like that. Donations are welcome. I would recommend the PayPal method for obvious reasons. Um, the main one being, you know, most attorneys don't accept cryptocurrency anyway. So, hmm. but yeah, it's uh, it's. Been well, an unpleasant few weeks for everyone. Even as you were saying about the the due process, the problem that I have, of course, well, with government, is that it's all their universe, right? right. So they make all the rules. If if you're denied due process, there's not a whole lot you can do about it other right. than engage in the system that they control, that they make all the rules for. You don't make any of the rules for it. You engage only in their universe to try and prevent them from putting you in a cage, to try and prevent them from harming you, to try and prevent them from harming your friends and your family, to try and prevent them from harming your property. But everything you do is in their universe, and there's a huge conflict of interest. The plaintiff, right, in this case, is the federal government, Mm -hmm. right? The judge is a federal judge. The plaintiff is their god. Yeah. The United States government. The so state. the plaintiff is the god. The uh, the the defense, judge. Yeah, the the uh, prosecuting attorney seems to be a priest of their god. The it judge. is not the, the judge who yes. is determining whether or not this is going correctly. All of the arresting folks, all the different alphabet agencies that are present, they all get their paycheck from the same entity. Right now, that's the definition of conflict of interest. So. Good luck on trying to get a fair trial, much less something that resembles justice. Well, I'm hoping this gets dismissed and it never goes to trial. That'd be great. 603-283-6160. That's the call in line. This is Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live, talk radio that you control. But there's no point in giving out the number because I know we can take unscreened calls since we have a dump button and all of that, but I still prefer to touch base with people first. And I, I see no reason to take on the additional risk anyway. Final segment. Final segment indeed. And it's been a fun show. Glad to be back. Glad to be in the studio. Glad to be sitting down with my friends once again. Indeed. It's good to have you back. The and show flew by. It It did. Strangely enough, and there is something else that I need to tell you about, but I can't tell you about it, but Captain can. I can vicariously tell you about it. It's anypayx.com, 
everyone's always talking about buy Bitcoin, buy Bitcoin, buy Bitcoin. Yeah, well, I'm sorry if that's boring as hell. How about earning some Bitcoin, getting paid with it? That is the way. And in my opinion, that's the way of the future. It is money, after all. If you want to earn Bitcoin at your business, AnyPayX.com is the way to do it. Your customers will love it. Everyone in town will talk about your store being the Bitcoin store, and it's just fun. Get the free app and start earning Bitcoin at your business, AnyPayX.com. Now, during the break, they were actually discussing something else that I can't discuss a whole lot of, and that is the Reformed Satanic Church, which is currently... I'm not even allowed to access the the website or or the GoDaddy account that manages. So that they've website. effectively shut down a church. They have. So that is definitely worth the listeners taking note of. If the federal government decides that it disagrees if fervently enough with your religion, it will just shut you down. Yes, with your church's ideology, they go, "Nope, can't have it." I mean, they already did it with COVID when they locked everybody down and they told all the churches they couldn't have services. And some churches stood up and had services anyway. Uh, a lot of churches were like, well, we'll kind of have sort of outdoor services. You know, they tried to make it go. But they already said to the majority of the churches that, yeah, we're your boss. You're going to do what we say. It is very disturbing to me that in a place where it's supposedly freedom of religion, right? We hear well, the that New all Hampshire the time. Constitution gives me the right to take part in whatever religion I want. Yeah. And- the, the pentagram tattooed on my back isn't a freaking joke, people. So, yeah, remember that uh, First Amendment thing? Yeah, not going to happen. Well, so, it's, like, it's a gray just, area you are no for longer, sure for me. I mean, you are no longer allowed to worship in the way that you wish, even when it's not breaking any laws, even when it's uh, however convoluted and Byzantine those are ending up, even when it's not doing anything that should possibly be a problem. But no, we think that their uh, their accounting wasn't really up to snuff, so no more of that religion until we tell you that that religion can exist again. Do you remember the Disturbed song Prayer? No. It has a line in it, this is the way I pray. Yeah. It's a good line. Let's can, go to the phones, though. I We've got see David. How it's appropriate for now. Yeah. We've got David calling from New Mexico. David, you're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, continuing to bust balls of big radio. What's your opinion on uh, uh, Cumulus Media, for instance, that have, that owns, they're not on, they own 415 stations, according to their own website, and they, they tell their uh, on-air hosts, like you are, nationwide, what they can and cannot say over those airwaves. And under a libertarian viewpoint, theoretically, you're... Uh, uh, you know, okay with them existing and, and spewing the propaganda and controlling those 415 stations and 1,200 or so hosts or whatever it is on what what they say and what their callers can say. Well, hold so what, on, what I, I got to stop. I got to stop you right there. So, uh, the libertarian perspective does not actually allow for what Cumulus Media is doing. So, in a libertarian world, you could just broadcast on a particular frequency. And if you are doing that in this area, then you have access to that frequency. In, in the system we're in now, uh, a particular frequency is owned, managed, and controlled by the FCC. A government so, entity. 
So whoever has the license to that particular frequency is the only one allowed to transmit on that frequency. And if anyone else gets caught uh, transmitting on that frequency, they can go to jail for it. More specifically, uh, we're not um, a cumulus station. Not at all. Some cumulus stations do carry our show, but we're not beholden to them in any way, shape, or form. And And that's by design, obviously. But in the grand scheme of things, it really doesn't matter because cumulus is going out of business. They yeah, will be shut down within the next few years. Which is well. Let awesome. me ask, let me ask you about let me ask you about that because I I had gotten that uh, through the back channels that they were bankrupt basically, and Radio I also know that they were. Well, cumulus in particular. Uh, do you know anything specifically about cumulus uh, have, being bankrupt? I know that some regulations were lifted in the '90s, which caused uh, cumulus and the other one, who Clear Channel, I Clear think. Channel, yep. To buy up a ton, hundreds of radio stations. It was some sort of lifting of an anti-monopoly thing or something along those lines. And then they learned, oh, yeah, this isn't actually profitable. <laughs> it turns out people actually want to listen to their local their local radio hosts talking about local things. They yeah. don't want to listen to someone rattle on endlessly about the federal government or what's happening in New Hampshire and the state of Delaware or whatever. So all of these places, they're going to end up back in the hands of mom-and-pop owners, and they'll go back to broadcasting Good. local things. Good. Yeah, I know for, I know for months, the Cumulus Station in this market, the uh, KKKOB in Albuquerque, I know that they literally, they had laid off a couple people, they had empty positions, and so they had to constantly rotate and cover uh, each other's uh, shifts because they were short of staff because corporate had... Uh, refused to hire an, an additional person or two or whatever it was they needed. And that's when I learned um, that they were intentionally doing that because they didn't fess up to it on the radio. But I, I know people that work there that gave me that information. And so hopefully they will actually go out of business and those frequencies will be freed up for something more worthwhile. And I got to tell you, I wonder if they have some manner or another of government backing, because, I mean, as you've pointed out, this isn't something that is backed by the market. This is not something that ordinary people choose to give their listening to, uh, to have a single company own a, a massive, massive portion of all of the different stations. Well, so that once they upon can a time, it was. Thing. Once upon a time, it did happen according to the market did demand it. Mm. But that was before streaming and podcasts Ah, and Facebook and all of that and satellite radio. So at the time, it seemed like a smart decision. But then, you know, Spotify came along, killed music radio. The internet came along and swallowed up broadcast as a medium, basically, is what happened. Yeah, so they started having to uh, fire people and stuff like that. And it's just just gotten worse. And now, because no one's buying, no one's buying ad space, which means they're becoming even more and more broke. Oftentimes, there aren't any people at these radio stations. You know, part of what I've been doing for the last year is calling radio stations and trying to talk with programming directors. They're almost impossible to reach, even under the best of circumstances. Mm-hmm. Now it is; it's just impossible. So it's not in a good well, place, radio in general. You you mentioned not a coincidence. Last night I had uh, told you the guys there on the station that um, uh, your station or your program that uh, it was coincidental with the election uh, uh, campaign season last year that this radio station, KKOB, in Albuquerque made these dramatic changes. They were basically a right-leaning station uh, prior to this last election cycle, and now they are predominantly a left-leaning station. And there was a, a, tr- a change in the program director that they brought in from out of state, 
at the time that that happened, all of a sudden, and it, and it coincided with the election, do you have any uh, speculation as to whether it, it is what it looks like? I would suggest it probably isn't. It's probably just, the, I mean, the programming director's job for a radio station is to pick and choose which shows to put on and which ones not to. If you get a left-leaning programming director in there, that's what that person is going yeah. to do. They're going to put left-leaning shows in. Same thing goes with music, too. I've seen, you know, radio stations go from soft rock to heavy metal to smooth jazz to alternative music and then over into, like, contemporary Christian. All the same digits, right? The same call letters, all that kind of thing. Uh, when it comes to music, it is all about the program director. Now, I, I have a uh, somewhat different perspective on this one. So if I was going to uh, run a dying media, I would probably do everything in my power to uh, get government assistance. And right now, for the time being, the government is absolutely dominated by uh, left-wing politics. And from what I can tell, it will be for some time to come. So I think this is a very smart marketing decision so that he moves over to where you can uh, get uh, government subsidization more easily. This is Casey Kasem, and this has been a long-distance dedication. Is that something I'm supposed and, to get? No. Okay. David got it, though. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and it, and it's, no, it's notable that uh, the, uh, the entire... Uh, Democrat Party makes visits on the station now, whereas prior to this last election cycle, they, they would... Got to cut you off, David. Sorry about that. I mean, the show is coming to an end. It's been great. We'll be back same time tomorrow night, of course. You can check us out in the meantime at freetalklive.com. But if you want to... What? Crypto6.com. Yeah, if you want to help us out in these very difficult and trying times, the Crypto6.com is the best way to do that. Thank, thank everyone so much for the support, for the kind words, and for being there for all of us. It means a lot. News from news.bitcoin.com. U.S. Postal Service files a patent for new blockchain voting method. Warren Buffett changes his opinion on gold. Maybe Bitcoin is next. $6 billion Acon cryptocurrency city underway. Former Prudential CEO says now's the time to buy Bitcoin. Bitcoin.com is your source for getting started with cryptocurrencies. Getting a wallet, buying Bitcoin cash, mining, and all the latest cryptocurrency news at news.bitcoin.com. Subscribe to Bitcoin.com's YouTube channel, too.